So some of the projects I want to make over the next little while. I want to write a collection of short stories as just all wacky times immediately leading up to or following quitting jobs. Specifically, there's leaving Star Sand Beach Club uh, very quickly and going to Palau. There's the ATG uh, drug testing going to Belize incident. There's the uh, SS Neptune leaving to be a school teacher and getting karmically bit in the ass idea. There's the leaving Kinko's with the facts at 6 in the morning and going off to make a film uh, story. That's a pretty good one. There's the uh, Worthland Group phone survey job that was such a nightmare and getting fired from that for not asking personal enough questions and then crashing the office party two days later and mooning the boss in front of everyone and pulling out while the cops pulled in the other way. That was a really good one. There's uh, <coughs> there's Sharpies, but I didn't quit that one. That one was a nice job, and they're just the stories aren't as funny as when they're nice. Uh, although there was the good incident of getting my car crashed into, and taking the uh, insurance claim. Oh, this station is called Joyce Collingwood now. Um, uh, taking the insurance settlement money and partying with it and pulling out the dent with a coat hanger. Then there's also the uh, the Pizza Beast and Pizza Feast incident. Well, that one's a little harder of a story to tell. There's also the uh, Real Estate Weekly route that me and the brothers had where all the papers went into the side yard to make a giant paper of a uh, pile of pulpy wetness. That was pretty good. There was also Bob's story working for that jackass in White Rock that sits by the sea and going in there and me having to play some bodyguard for him while he wanted to try and get his paycheck. That one wasn't too bad. Although not great either, I suppose. Then there was the uh, job of delivering flyers for the travel company around the campuses in Utah. That one's not bad. Or while at University of Utah. Jeez, I had three jobs there for a while. Um, the Cinnamon Your Face, that was a good one, uh, where I delivered the newspapers and flyers to every bar in Salt Lake City, bar, bookshop, coffee shop, etc. Then worked for Bing Christensen, land surveyor, where I drive up in the hills in a jeep and stand out there in the middle of nowhere until he radios me and tells me to, that he got the shot and then I stumble down somewhere else. And then teaching word perfect classes while sleeping in my van, well not simultaneously. During that period, I lived in my van, and I also taught the occasional Word Perfect 4.2 or 5.1 or something for DOS classes. But that job didn't; those jobs just sort of faded away more than uh, exploded. And then, of course, the other really big one I should tell is the story of the job in Japan with the mushroom farm and leaving that day on Mike's bike and that I'd taken up in the trunk of the K car and running away from that horrible job up in the hills with the old ladies. So if I could bust out <coughs> 10 stories of a uh, 1,000 or 2,000 words each where it's really just talking about quitting the jobs and going someplace rapidly, I think that would be a beauty. And then the other things I want to write about are uh, there's my elsewhere project 
and it's a story about a lost generation trying to find something to believe in and sure that's been written about before but all the best books are written about that all my favorite books that really turned my shit upside down were about someone trying to find their place in society and trying to effectuate some change in some manner and not always knowing how to do that and either going crazy trying or giving up or disappearing or something now in this case it's going to be summer of the early 90s on dead tour and rainbow fests and traveling here and there and festivals in the mountains and spare changing and running scams and hustling and shucking and driving working uh, getting food from food banks going to churches getting money for doing a little bit of gardening work and uh, getting parking tickets and getting shook down by cops but really the underlastest the vehicle and, and in there is discussion of what is literature what is art how does art come about is it intent is it the quality is it because someone else says so and what is literature what, what, how does a book transcend being a book of words and into being a work of literature that's a big question to ask and I'm going to toy around with that I'm going to talk about trying to change the world and how change is effectuated in a society. Do you have to buy into the system and change it from within the system? Or you can really do it on your own um, and with, through revolution. And, but there's going to be a, a, certainly a, a bit of cynicism because uh, in this case the generation was handed kind of a, a messed up product. And sure, everyone says that, but there's more complacency and and uh, consumerism than ever in the society and and people while they want to change the world it's like well shit so many have failed before how am I going to possibly do it and why should I even bother trying and how much of my own personal comfort and lifestyle do I sacrifice in order to make that happen there'll also be some brief discussion on religion and personal ethics and you know in this case the generation represented by these characters um, you know, it's like religion has become all dogma or and even people who are like, oh, I'm Buddhist or I'm, you know, do this or I'm all free with religion. They get hung up on all these little microculture cult-like systems uh, evidenced on Deadlot or wherever. And there's spinners and there's these people and there's the holier-than-thous and there's the born-agains. And, and really what it all comes down to is taking care of other people and taking care of yourself and be nice to other people, not ripping them off and... You can call it karma, you can call it decency, but it's just you have to take care of yourself because without individual responsibility and transparency and tolerance, what you got? Then there's also the Uncle Weed book. And in this case, Uncle Weed is going to be up at the Clockwork Blockades or something similar to that, and then he's going to start researching alternatives. He's going to look at uh, canaf and, and flax and bamboo and banana and find worthy attributes and all those things and he's going to come across hemp and he's going to research why hemp is illegal with the help of his friend Walville Wally or someone to that effect and then he's going to think that what he should do is go spread uh, hemp in the clear cuts and so he goes and does that and it doesn't work out for him because deers and bugs and rangers and whatnot all come at and he almost gets shook down by the uh, rangers or someone, some dare squad, you know, uh, camp squad or whatever. And so then he decides that better than that is for everyone to have four plants or three plants or something. So he makes these little seed pods and 
uh, takes these little pods of, of plants around to everyone as Christmas gifts and wraps them up in, in uh, you know, uh, like what's that uh, cellophane paper that has this little incubatory greenhouse, and he gives them around to all his friends um, with the idea of, of that it's just a plant, don't be scared of it, and and here you can, if everyone has it, then it's going to help other people understand that it's not dangerous and it's not weird and that it can have some useful application. The other idea I want to do is um, write a screenplay about the diamond merchant who's some uh, squeaky clean uh, looking guy with the annoying Tom Chain, Emerson Robbins voice who uh, is all white shirt and tied and given to his local church when he's in town but then he goes to Bangkok on on a diamond buying mission and wild hijinks ensue basically what's going to happen is he's going to be taking South African diamonds and then laser etching them in Thailand to say that they're Canadian diamonds and then smuggling them into uh, the US market to take advantage of Canada's more friendly uh, um, how you say uh human rights or workers' rights or whatever, okay, because Canadian ones are mined by machines mostly, not children, and so then he's, uh, there's going to be an incident where he gets someone uh, from Nigeria who's a 419 spammer, scammer guy, um, he double swindles, swindles him to go to South Africa and pick up the suitcase for him and deliver it to him in Thailand, where he meets him back in the hill tribes, he recruits him to go be some muscle for him, when he goes and confronts the hill tribe people. Uh, who have done something to displease him? Maybe he's always getting some pearls or some a pearl necklace in Bangkok. That was, that's it. And then, um, then there's an incident where the guy from the Canadian diamond mine is uh, disappears in a in a helicopter thing. And it turns out, just like that Indonesian gold scandal thing, he's been double crossing his investors. So the diamond merchant takes him the hooper on the head because the mine turns out to be blank, and he just. In, uh, invested all this money to counterfeit these diamonds to say that they were coming from this mine that turned out to be bogus. Okay, and so there's the uh, there's uh, Joe King, the diamond merchant, and uh, he'll have his buddy who's more of the Emerson Robbins, Skippy, happy happy uh, kid who kind of unwittingly gets drugged along because he's thinking that he's learning from his mentor, but instead he's made to do all these uh, things that he finds distasteful. And then there's the 419 Nigerian scammer. Maybe he would be Gregory. And uh, and then there'll be the guy from the Canadian Diamond Mine. And I just have to figure out how the point of view on that works. And to uh, who's telling the story and from whose point of view. And there is there an investigator chasing after him and finding this out? Or is it uh, them kind of documenting their whole thing? Or maybe it's a Skippy Kid who's uh, part of his role in the operation is he comes along to uh, film all his new experiences, learning from his new boss, 